When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply fellow adventurers so I'm 12 scenarios in to PUG 1 or Proving Grounds 1 that is and now on to part 7 into the temple yes it's been what we know there's bad stuff going in there, there but what we will soon find out the trysting passages of the ancient Avari temple are no place for the meek. Yet you must. Yet in you must go, in pursuit of the enemy that now holds the key to their wicked plans. Drakeltor is the scenario. Begins. Okay, a recap. Since this is a different episode. And you might not be playing these in order. In fact, I think many people aren't going to. I'm going to actually read it out. True is silent for the moment, as his gaze shifts repeatedly from you to Arya. Length, he again speaks. I know the two of you seek a way into this place, he says. Leave the guards to on the outside to me. When I've got them distracted, I wonder you could slip in right under their noses. No two ways about it. At least I can do after you've saved me. Besides, I owe these brigands some well, a little well-sting. Now, I'm half thinking if I could do a, if I could do a Scottish accent that wasn't completely insulting and likely to get a caber tossed at me, or whatever it is that angry Scots do. <laughs> Wait a minute, was that insulting to... Ah, ah, yeah, yeah, this is why I don't do that. Anyway, I would have done it, but I'm not going to. Because I can't, and it would be stupid, and... Quite frankly, no, no. Let's just say, I'm not... Let's just pretend... Let's just to, to pretend I forgot that notion. Having settled on the plan, the three of you move off in the direction of the temple, from which Chua tells you is less than a mile away. Imlir... Nia says nothing during the last le leg of the trek, and her stern demeanour betrays a deep concern she has about the fate of her father. I wouldn't worry too much about him, says Chu, sensing her silent distress. The two, se two of you, says I'm rescuing, there's little more, more that, could, that he could hope for. If I one of his captures, I'll sooner try my luck at escaping over the Federings than, than the face the two of you. This is all. This will all work out. Got real sense. 
these things, you know. Now the adventure begins. Your journey to Kaltois ends atop a rocky hillside below, which sits the Ardavari Temple. The three of you survey the scene spread out before you, and you are quite ashamed to, to note the large number, quite dismayed, dismayed, not ashamed, to note the large number of masked men that are gathered about the ancient structure. A handful of them appears to be engaged guarding in guarding the front and back entrances, while the rest seem to be dust milling about. Chua tells you that he will attempt to stir up as much confusion as he can, and lead off as many of the masked men as he is capable of in the process. You won't likely find much time to spare, he says, but it but it may be just enough time to slip past them. We need a good bit of fortune. Chu wishes you both luck before moving off to set events in motion. And he thanks you, Leo, and he hopes you will be reunited with the father. Perhaps our paths will cross again someday, he says, under circumstances more fail, more fair. And grant you'll grant me. Well, then, come off. Good luck and safe return. Chew the terrible this day wides. You watch as Chew slinks away through the woods and is lost from sight. You and Urio move stealthily to the base of the hill, awaiting the, your opportunity to slip through the enemy ranks and enter the temple. Suddenly, a commotion erupts near the front of the temple, and you turn in that direction to see Chew springing into the saddle of an unattended horse. He waves to a group of nearby horsemen and splits off, off and spits on the ground at their feet, with bravado rarely, rarely encountered. Chew rides three complete wings around the large group of masked riders before galloping off down the road. His bold plan seems to have paid off. Yeah, that's the thing about guards. They always, they they never leave a man behind. Although, admittedly, dividing, I just said about dividing your forces, you shouldn't do that. But, still, there's, you don't want to leave someplace completely unattended. Especially if you're going off after one dude. You don't want to divide your forces, but you don't want to. It, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to just hard to decide where to where to do, where to put your forces. You don't want to con. You concentrate them too much, you leave everywhere else exposed. You concentrate too little, you can be defeated in detail. Yes, it's it's that's, and then of course there's the moving them about thing. That's usually when they're, they're most vulnerable, especially if they lock, they march in a very long column through a forest and they just happen to be and there just happens to be um and you have a, a to a forest somewhere in well Germany, for example, and you just ha and, and you think, oh yes, these Germans around here, they're totally our allies. We don't have to be alert. We're just going to march through. Marchy, 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 march. And then they go, oh, wait a minute. Where have our allies gone? 
Hmm. Shouldn't they be giving us scout reports and things? Yeah. Should we send our own says, Nah, nah. No, this is allied territory. We've nothing to worry about. We don't want to risk our scouts tripping on something. Nope, nope. Let's march, you march, you march. Wait, what? Why do I hear screaming? Ah, and then thousands upon thousands of German soldiers attack from the side and kill nearly two entire legions. Yes, in, in an embarrassing display. For it's the Roman army. I'm talking about the Battle of Teuton, Teutonburg, where. Well, the Roman army was ambushed by Germanic forces, even though Germany doesn't exist yet. You know, vaguely Germanic. You know, in that sort of area. They, they wouldn't call themselves Germans, of course, but... Of some of their descendants would. It's, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, that, that could happen. You don't want to do that. When it's moving your army around, that's dangerous. Yes, yes, tactics are hard. Tactics are hard. And that's why no one person has successfully conquered the world yet. That and logistics is even harder. And, and then, of course, there's diplomacy and, and tech and all that. That's also hard, yep. Take over the guard. It's hard. That's why no one's done it yet. Alright, seems. A group of horsemen at the front of the temple suddenly give chase, the hooves of their steed thundering along the road as they pursue the rapidly departing tune. The, the masked men who have been milling about next to the temple spill out onto the road to look at the chase. Even the guards stationed at the rear of the temple move around the structure to get a view of what just occurred. Okay. Your terrible guards. For a moment, both entrances to the temple stand unguarded. There is no time to lose. So I can enter through the front or the rear entrance. There's no suggestion of what's better. So this calls for a coin flip. Uh oh dear. I forgot to unpause it. Uh, anyway, we... Anyway, I went, we went through... One of the entrances, I think it was the the, the weird entrance. Wait, I'm sorry, sorry, we've misnarrating a lot of stuff. Wait, anyway, we went to some stairs, and there was. I went into the chambers under the table. Along the ways, we encountered some a mass swordsmen, and we fought them. Fought three, three of them. Oh, yeah, I took one. I took two. I think that was it. And then someone pointed a crossbow at us, and we dodged that. Then we fought four forest trolls. We took down two of them each. And then we faced a ma I faced a master swordsman, while Oreo faced two regular swordsmen. They ought they also fallen. And now we've made our way into the into the chamber, which it wears as a shadow path. And just now, just now, two, and just now, that there was four forest trolls and six of the bandits in it. I'm very sorry, I forgot to unpause and record all this. Alright, there's, and anyway, the gate opened and four winged trolls with axes came out and they slew 
the four forest trolls. And then this Tarzul in a robed, in a robed, it's, it's just kind of snake man, in a robed, in a, in a robe came out, said, Rise, my brethren. And now they have all undergone a shocking trans, all the mass swordsmen have undergone a transformation into snake men. But now, that brings us up to date. And I'm, I really, sh yeah, yeah I, I, I played to, I mean, how could I forget to unpause it? Oh, that's just so stupid of me. Uh, since it's a proving ground, you can't even go back and look. Yes, yes, I'm sorry about that. Alright, now the internet's got out, so I've got to pause this again. I'm going to stop it and save it while I restart my computer to fix the internet. Anyway, ta-ta for now. Okay, I've got, got the internet working now. We're going to start at the top of this section. The bodies of the masked men begin to contort and morph, and they assume new, more terrifying forms. Realise that while the men are retaining their human-like arms and hands, all the better for stabbing me with, their torsos are changing into those of large snakes, just like those of the cloaked creature that emerged from the shadow path. You look to Aurea, and she stares back at you in shock, in unison. You both whisper the same word. Tarzel. What are Tarzel? Tarzel are a malevolent waste of semi-humanoid serpents. The lower half of their body is that of a large snake, while the upper half is outfitted with two human-like arms. The broad, flattened head of a Tarzel is that of a giant snake. Tarzel are particularly cruel and wicked, they often seek to enslave their victims. These cunning creatures have become quite a rarity throughout the realms, and they've been sought out for by humans for destruction. One of the recent encounters with Tarzan suggests there may be more prevalent threat than is commonly assumed. Tarzan are capable of wielding weapons, and usually do so with a great degree of skill. Some Tarzan possess magical abilities, should be noted that Tarsal will rarely be encountered alone. Tarsal, much like Kogari, were able to assume human form for long durations, making a particularly deadly and elusive foe. It has been said that when killed, a Tarsal can retain its human guise, thus concealing its true nature, even in death. The goal of the Tarsal is enslavement and or destruction of all humankind. It is now clear the masked raiders were tarsal that assumed human form. It is also clear that they have succeeded in unlocking the shadow gate and reopening the shadow path, rising into this world the cloaked Tarzal and his winged ogre minions. This bodes very ill, whispers Aurelio. I fear an entire army is about to pour through that por portal unless we figure out something quickly. Suddenly, the woe tassel turns in your direction and motions with his hand, pulling the door open with unseen magic and revealing you to the gathered company. The tassel hisses angrily and narrows its bright yellow eyes as it glares with hatred upon its least favourite species. Oh yes, I was only peeking through the door here. 
I will not have. I will not have my reemergence of world marred by the like such bile. Slain. Let us begin the invasion. Two of the winged hordes take flight and hurtle across the chamber towards you. Their axes raised to hack you and to pull you to pieces. Oreo steps to the right and you step to the left, separating yourselves. As Oreo unleashes an arc of blue flame at one of the ogres, you find yourself quickly entangled with the other. I fight the winged ogre. The winged ogre hacks at you with its heavy axe. And now is slain. 13 XP. You turn to see how Oreo is fed. Find that she is just stepping over the charred corpse of her foe. Her staff held at the wedding as a second pair of winged beasts fly across the chamber to attack. You engaged one of the winged ogres, orcs, or whatever. Winged ogre hacks at you with its heavy axe, and I bash with my rather heavy mace, I guess. And it is slain. 13 XP. Watch those snakes, warns Uriel. As you step closer together, your eyes glued to the six sword-wielding tassel that had drawn themselves into confrontation in the middle of the chamber. The world... The world tassel, still standing directly in front of the swirling shadowbat, issues an order and its six sword-wielding kin sliver rapidly across the floor towards you. They're just the same as these mask raiders we've been having our, our way with, says Oreo, as she regrips her wooden staff. No better, no worse, no quarter, Zoop. And that's this scenario completed. Right, on to the next one. The second wave. The six advancing Tarzal quickly divide their attack, with two of them then launching themselves at Oriol, while the remaining four close in on you, one at a time. I fight a sword-wielding Tarzal. The vicious Tarzal slashes at you with his sword, and then lands a well-placed strike with its blade for twelve damage, then another well-placed strike for nine damage, but now it's the slain. Nine XP. You step over the bloody carcass of the first Tazzle and readily engage the second sword-wielding stake man. A sword-wielding Tazzle once more. And it lands another well-placed blow. Strike for 12 damage. And then another for 14 damage. But now it is slain. 9 XP once more. Despite having witnessed two of its kin meet their doom by a hand, the third tassel note shows no sign of fear. The vicious creature hisses and swipes at you with its deadly sharp longsword. I fight it. Oh, I just went into battle wage as it slashes at me with its sword, and it is now slain. The last of the four tassels slivers into melee range and attacks. I face the sword-wielding tassel once more, and I fight it. The vicious tassel slashes at you with its sword, and it slashes some more. Oh, and it lands, lands a well-placed strike with its blade for 9 damage, and another well-placed strike for 10 damage, but still, it is slain. 9 more XP. 
all six of the Tazel are dead. Uriel rejoins you at your side. Before you can concoct a plan of action, something entirely unexpected happens. The rogue Tazel raises his hands, and the swords of your fallen foes rise into the air and come together in a rotating mass at the ceiling in the middle of the chamber. The wicked creature waves his hand, and instantly the six blades are hurtling through the air towards you. I could use fortification, telekinesis, I use 30 fortification, or 40 telekinesis, I have both, or I can just attempt to dodge. I'll use telekinesis. I'm channeling it 16 XP to telekinesis. Using the power of your mind, you are able to exert a force on hurtling blades and change their course. The swords clash down around you, but you are not struck by a single one. I hope you are safe. Your eyes are drawn to the shadow path, where something large has begun to emerge. A massive, flickering, forked tongue protrudes from the swirling black vortex, and a hiss like the war of rush. Rushing wind fills the chamber. Oh, Father, be with us! mutters Oriel. She takes a single bold step in the direction of the shadow path. Well done. And that's this scenario completed. Right, next up is A Beast from Beyond, where we fight whatever's dust come through. Whatever it is, it's very, very big. The head of a massive grey-scaled serpent emerges from the shadow path. For unexpected speed, the gigantic reptile slivers out of the swirling portal, nearly filling half the room with its tremendous bulk. The serpent rears up and stretches open its venomous mouth, revealing long, sharp fangs dripping with venom. Devour them! hisses the rogue Tazel. I notch an arrow and fire at the serpent before it attacks. Pick your number. Bonus of 27. Got to get 41 or more. Let's see. Failure. Oh. Uriel unleashes a bolt of blue flame that strikes the serpent in the throat. And for a moment, the giant creature recoils in flame. Seizing the opportunity as delay has presented, Uriel unleashes a second bolt of flame at the giant snake. As you leap forward and attack, I fight the massive, venomous serpent. Yoyo unleashes a bolt of blue flame from her staff, striking at the massive serpent. Eleven damage. The serpent snapped its powerful jaws at you. And it's... Oh wait. Still snapping, still snapping, snappy snap, 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 snappy snap. Bash, bash, bash. It is slain. 37. 37 experience point. With a shudder that shakes the entire chamber, the massive serpent is at last claimed by death. The rogue Tazil looks, looks on in stunned disbelief at the unmoving corpse of a creature he once believed to be invincible. There is little time to join in your victory, however. For, slithering across the chamber towards you, is the Tarzal mage who opened the shadow gate. His gloved hands again wielded in, in black flame. You recount your two previous encounters with this deadly foe. It was in the guise of the silent leader of the masked raiders. No place to one. 
says Oreo as he draws closer. Unlucky for him. That's this scenario done. Next up is a final standoff. Begin the scenario. Three sword wielding Tazzles suddenly emerge from the shadow gate, and the rogue Tazul, still standing before the before the swirling vortex, directs them to attack. The three of them sliver rapidly across the chamber. Burio steps forward to meet their advance, leaving you to face the Tazzle mage alone. Begin combat. Dark flames erupt from the masked man's gloved hands as he strikes at you. He strikes some more and is slain. 21 XP. The, the Sazor mage emits a ragged hiss as it collapses to the floor. Oreo is still battling one of the Tazul she intercepted. You're about to rush aside from a sound from behind spins you round. Standing behind you, his sword poised to cut you down. It's an uncommonly large tussle. Before you can react, the snake man grunts in agony and pitches forward, its head striking the stone hard and, and, and its sword clattering from its grasp. Standing in the shadows behind the fallen creature is none other than Chu. Chu the Terrible! At your service, he grins, reaching down to extract his long-bladed knife from the back of the dead to soul. Mind you, they don't always go as easy as that. What luck? Oreo has slain the last of her foes, and she retreats to where you stand with you. See, she, she seems as surprised as you, you were, to see him, but says nothing while she port tries to catch her breath. Go on. Tend to that one, says two, mentioning to the woe Tazzle before the shadow path. I'll get the old man to safety. Don't worry, don't bother about it. Chu steps back into the, the shadows and begins to skirt the perimeter of the chamber, making his way towards the barely conscious Jaffor. The woe Tazzle before the shadow path hisses harshly, and four more of its cruel kin slide fire through the portal and sliver across the chamber. Two of you headed, headed, two headed for you and two for Oriel. You step forward to engage the first of the vicious snake men. I fight a sword-wielding tussle. Slashes with its sword. And it keeps slashing with its sword. Slashy, slashy, slashy. The tussle lands a well-placed strike with its blade for twelve damage. And now... Slain. 9 XP. The second sword wielding tassel is upon you almost immediately. I fight a sword wielding tassel. And it slashes with its sword, but I bash with my mace. And it is slain. The four tassel are dead. You and all you step towards the shadow path. Your eyes fixed on the rogue tassel. The wicked creature's eyes narrow. And it hisses sharply. You're too late, humans, he hisses. Six legions await my command to begin the invasion of this world. Just long been promised them. The realm of man is about to crumble. There is no... Suddenly, Oya steps forward and thrusts out her hand in the direction of the worm tussle. A split second later, an unseen force slams into the cool creature 
sending it tumbling backward into the swirling vortex where it disappears from sight. Quickly, cries Uriah as he dashes across the chamber. We must close the shadow path. Yeah, that's what happens when you monologue. Someone says, no, no time for monologue. Go! <laughs> yes, I think there's all of us have wanted the heroes to do that at some point. Also, six legions. Ooh, let's see, how many snake men would that be? Uh, let's see. Well, because it's really hard to say, because they didn't say how big a legion is, but let's say... Alright, what's the size of Roman legion? Okay, the size of a typical Roman legion varied throughout the history of ancient Rome's. With, with, with complements of 4,200 legendaries and 300 equities, Republic period of Rome, to 5,200 men plus, plus 1,200, 1,200 auxiliaries in the imperial period. Ooh, let's say 5,000. 5,000 men in the legion. That means hmm, 60. That means 30,000. Hmm, yeah, that could probably do for a medieval kingdom. Because until the very, very end of the medieval period, you, you rarely could get... You didn't get... You just didn't assemble armies that large. Of course, if they were if they were fighting against something like, say, a, a Roman, something with a Roman Empire level of organization, and assuming these Tazor are can go or have about a one to one exchange with with professional human soldiers, which I admit I can't say about that. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, something like Rome could probably handle that. It'd be tough, and if they were in the middle of the civil war, one of their many civil wars, they'd probably screw it up. But let's say during during the during the reign of the four good emperors, they could handle that. But most medieval kingdoms, nope, nope, nope couldn't handle that. And of course. Once they conquered their first kingdom, or at least crippled it, they'll be able to go to go back to wherever they came from and get more recruits. Yeah, yes, this 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 could probably. Yeah, of course I don't know whether, but I presumably they wouldn't assemble this army if they didn't think if it was enough. But then again, they could just be really arrogant. Arrogant would think, yeah, this is enough. And of course, uh, with Shadow Path, at least. Mm. Although they would have a, a very thin. Depend, once they're dependent on their Shadow Path, at least originally for logistical support, 
Because once they've win, once they've started getting some conquer, get some probably enslave some people to farm for them and do and fix their weapons and all that, then 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 logistics would be a bit less formal. But at the start, everything would be focused on this shadow path. So if anyone could get to the shadow path and close it. They they would put their army would starve, or at least have to disperse so much to gather, to gather to forage and gather resources that they'll be able to be defeated by Dieter. But yes, you know I think yeah six legions. Yeah, if Tyser is a standard size medieval kingdom. Medieval Kingdom, yeah, six legions would def would probably be enough. Of course, that's before we get into the existence of magic and stuff. That throws everything off. But yeah, I think six six legions six legions could prob would probably be enough. Unless some sort of grand multinational coalition was assembled. But hmm. Even then, because the the problem of assembling armies isn't the size of the kingdom; it's the size of your civil. It's the size of your civil service to you know organize an army and ensure that the food can get to them. Because if you are if you have a massive army and it can't bloody and it can't feed itself, in the end, it's just more of a liability. Yeah, because that's what happened with with Boudica. I mean, yeah, she had an army that was way, way bigger than anything Rome could assemble. But I think it was so big that she couldn't choose that she that she couldn't chew pick and choose her battles. She had to win. She had to keep winning and charging and besieging just to feed just to feed this massive army. So she she had to just charge everything, and and when the Romans eventually chose a point of when the Romans found a, an adventure, an advantageous point to to where the numbers didn't mean as much, they they came undone. Yes. Yeah, but yes, I totally approve of just bashing the bashing the villain away while they're monologuing. Honestly, that should happen more often. All right. Now, next up, we got to close the shadow gate. Or the shadow path. Path to close the Neville, the waste to close the Neville portal is on. Fight the Shadow Path. Begin scenario. Yeah, yeah, no. Same as last time. Yeet. The leader is yeeted through the portal. Now the adventure begins. Io charges across the chamber and stops almost a dozen feet from the Shadow Path. 
She closes her eyes and begins chanting softly as she attempts to lock the, sh the shadow gate that will again seal the dangerous Neville portal. Her body begins to tremble as every ounce of her energy pours into the grueling endeavour. If you have the power of gating level 40 and wish to use it, I do and I do. You call upon your own power of gating in an effort to boister Oreo's attempt at closing the shadow path by relocking the shadow gate. Alright, channeling it. 16 experience and succeeded. Oreo gasped and staggers forward as the shadow path suddenly disappeared. Your exertions have paid off and the shadow gate is once again locked. Oreo turns to you with a surprised look on her face and she commends you on a fine showing. That's as easy as we could hope for, she says, visibly jamed, but otherwise no worse for the effort. I didn't know you were quite so versed in the in the craft. You continue to surprise me, Zoop. Having rescued Jafar and closed the shadow path, you and Oreo have no desire to linger about here any longer than absolutely necessary. When you are sufficiently rested, you are prepared to make your way out of the temple. Before you go, however, you make a quick search of your fallen enemies, and there's a lot of them, and discover the following. Okay. I'll take a bit of armour. Also, 150 gold. When you're ready, you'll follow Uriel out of the chamber and out of the temple. Outside the temple, you manage to avoid the masked horsemen still lingering here. And you make your way into the forest, where you find Tyr and Jaffor eagerly awaiting your appearance. Oreo rushes forward and embraces her father, and for several moments neither of them speaks. I kept telling the old man not to worry, last two breaking off the silence. I told him this worry would be better spent on your enemies. Oreo thanks you and Tyr for hoping to save her father from the clutches of the enemy. Thanks you and Tyr. Nothal thanks you and Chu as well, seeing he resigned himself to the thought he would never leave the temple alive, and he never expected any rescuer temple to survive against such overwhelming odds. While Uria attends to her father, Till pours you aside and tells you that while Jaffa rested he is stuck down to the world, and overheard some of the masked men saying their counterparts were still in Karistan, are planning a wave on the nearby village of Southleaf. When you relate this wound to Oreo, her demeanour becomes grim, and she resolutely proclaims she will not allow the face of Karis Tarn to befall Southleaf. They can no longer be searching for my father, she says. These Tazil are now plainly showing the true nature of their species. It is of savage, bloodthirsty killers, I wish for nothing less than the extermination of humankind. I will defend Southleaf, alone if necessary, though I somehow think that won't be the case. Oreo's wary eyes fall upon you. You quickly initiate a shoulder cross with her, assuring her that you will be outside in the, the defence of Southleaf. Quite moving, yes, indeed, Lasturia. Well then, leave your father safety to me, while the two of you take care of yourselves. We'll meet back in Terrace Calm. What's left of it, mate, when all is said and done. 
as you and I prepare to set off through the woods on a desperate trek to reach South Leaf in time. Two tells you that he and Jaffor will remain here till it is safer to move. Oreo bids you and her father farewell, and you follow suit before setting off through the woods. Oreo tells you that the road running west and south at Akaris Tarn leads to the village of Southleaf. She says that a single bridge spans the stream on the road just before the village. Instead, the enemy should be engaged, if possible. If we can reach it in time, it will be better to confront them on the bridge. Southleaf has no sizable militia, but I no doubt its citizens will take up arms to defend their home. And with, with our hope, we might just hope, hold the enemy at the bridge. My only hope is we are not already too late. Okay, so that, so that I think we'll stop for now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a bit soon, but we'll stop for now. And next time, we will see to the defence of Southleaf. But for now, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.